Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's a very simple part of the show. We bring on a guest. They tell you three things about themselves. Three of those, two of those stories are true, but one story is not true. And you are tasked with figuring out which one of the stories is absolute BS this evening. Joining us now this evening to play from Irish electronic group Primary Colours. They've got a brand new uh, single out as well uh, and music project called The Movement, which is out this evening. Uh, joining us on the line to play Poker Face tonight. Daz, sir, how are things? How are you, Cormac? Are you well? Yeah, not too bad. How are you, man? I'm great, I'm great. I'm looking forward to this now. Yeah, I hope you're a good liar now, Daz, are you? Uh, I, I would like to say that now. See, a lot but of I, musicians we get on are yeah. brilliant at lying. Yeah. I just say I'm quite convinced. Okay, okay. Well, I mean... <laughs> no, no, that's good. We get a lot of uh, musicians on that pretend they know what's going on with the game, and they don't. <laughs> You know, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you now, Daz. I was listening to your music a little bit earlier on, and it's very, very cool, very techno-y, chill outy. Like yeah. it a lot. Thank you, thank you. Uh, no, that's good. I like hearing that comment. And no, no, and I was listening to it earlier on. Right, I was listening to that song, and I think it was the latest song it was out. And I was like, hang on, I recognise that tune. What was that? You snuck a little Irish jig or reel in to the latest thing. That's single, right. Yeah, there's a. I put the keep. Oh yeah, no, we all learned it at school. You remember? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I don't know if you were forced to Irish dance that I played on the recorder or on the, the tin whistle or whatever. I learned on the recorder. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We all had a bit of it in us, so I said it'd be nice to put into the because it goes from you know traditional to modern. Yeah, and that would be hilarious, right? Because if you're off your bin on orange juice in a nightclub or in a, at a rave somewhere, and you mm. hear that coming on, you wouldn't real, you wouldn't know what's going on. You're like, am I imagining this? What's going on? Be great. I right? know. We played it the other night at um, the Bernard Show. The, the reaction we come here, come here, come here. Daz, 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 your signal's dropping out there a little bit. So, um, if you can grab yourself a coat hanger and go up to the roof, whatever, but you're just dropping in and out there a little bit if you can find a, a better bit of signal. But in the meantime, right, um, what you're listening out is Daz is going to tell us three things, and uh, two of these things are true, one of them is not true. And it's your job this evening to try and figure out which one of those stories he's made up, which one is not true, and it's BS. And if you come on air and get it correct and right, We'll be kind now this evening and give you some passes for movies that sort and movies at the drum. So you go see the new Bond movie for Which free. Which would be brilliant. Happy days, yeah. 100%. So, uh, listen, Daz, are you good to go with the first story you have for us this evening? I am, yeah, I'll go ahead now, will I? Go on, fire away with story number one. Okay, the story number one is the story about Ibiza and the seal. And uh, myself and Kaisha were all 
gig in Ibiza and uh, we we had a day off and we said we'd go out uh, snorkeling so we jumped on a boat went out and on our way out we saw uh, this injured seal on a, a rock and we tried to get this back to you and we tried to just move it over to the rest of the seals uh, but we couldn't get around the rocks we had to take the seal back to the to the coastline and uh, there was no way of getting around so we had to actually get a taxi around the bay to the next bay to seal and my team picked us up. He was like, "What's going on here?" And like, we just have to get this seal around. So we, we jumped in the cab, went around, got the seal. And uh, long story short, we got the seal back. But at the end, we were we were going back, and they were calling us primary seals. So that's. Sorry. Come here, come here, Daz. We're going to give you a buzz back because our line seems uh, a little bit dodgy and you keep breaking up there, right? So we'll get back. Story number one is about saving a seal over an Ibiza. So, uh, Gav, you can give him a buzz back now in a second. Um, we'll get a quick song on just, I want to make sure we can, uh, our line's a bit dodgy here on the desk. So we'll get you on a good line now in a second and throw you back on. So that's story number one. Again, we're listening out for two and three now in a second from Daz from Primary Colours, which we'll get back in two seconds. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Uh, all right, Pokerface, we bring on a guest. They tell us three things about themselves. Two of these stories are true. One story is not true, but it's your job this evening to use your power of, I don't know, deciphering skills, your judge of character, to try and figure out which one of these three stories is absolute BS. Joining us now from Primary Colours, they're an Irish electronic duo producing some cracking stuff. Go look them up on Spotify and all the usual places. And sorry, Daz is back on the line, sir. Can you hear us now, Daz? I get you perfectly, Carl. Okay, okay. Let's hope that we have you back on track now. A <laughs> uh, quick recap of the first story was... We, uh, we we picked up the seal, brought it back to shore, dropped it around in a taxi around the bay and got it back to the family. Oh, seal oh that was cute. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, okay, what's the second story? Second story is in a fetish club in um, New York. We were playing in the House Yes in New York. And uh, we didn't, it was going to be a fetish night. So um, my girlfriend invited her parents down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know. It was, a, it was I, I found it amusing. But uh, there was a scene where there was a, a red curtain and it looked like there was two people, you know, yeah. becoming intimate. And I said to Bruce, my girlfriend's mum, I said, uh, you think they're having sex, Bridge? And she said, no, I don't think they are. And I said, well, I think they are. So that was the time I got uh, <laughs> uh, witness. I don't uh, think you're meant to point that out, to there's be honest, one thing, mother-in-law. There's one thing being awkwardly, which we talked about recently, but watching a, a naked scene in a movie with your parents. There's another scene watching a sex scene with the parents-in-law. <laughs> There's another scene, another thing inviting your parents-in-law to a sex club and watching it... <laughs> live. Live, on stage. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were playing and we didn't know it was going to be fetish. So, uh, and they, they got up and the, they got their fetish gear on and also they were sport about it. The parents? Yeah. No, they didn't get involved. I just, I just put a, a footnote in there. They didn't get involved in it, but they did. Uh, they didn't get, you know, they enjoyed it. They enjoyed the gig, you know. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, that, this, maybe, added, this, maybe the story isn't true. That had a bit now. Okay. Right. Anyway, third, story, story number three. And the third story was the Infusion uh, Festival over in Berlin. And uh, there was three, uh, there was, Makaisha was driving a camper van. And Mark was in, in another lad. He was in his job was to uh, make sure to organise all the details. And then there was Eddie, Kaisha's boyfriend, and he used to look after the toilet. 
his only job for the weekend was to make sure the toilet was empty. And everyone else's job was, they all had a job. Kaisha yeah. was driving, Mark was doing it. So, you know the way it is at a festival. gets a bit, like, leery and the nights go on and mm-hmm. all of a sudden then, you know, things get out of hand and toilets don't get emptied and that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I won't go into detail. Uh, go on, go into detail. Go on. <laughs> okay. It's a quarter past ten. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, uh, Eddie came in later that night and uh, all, could, all you could hear from the other van was, Eddie! And all, all of a sudden the floor was covered. Oh, no! Yeah, what? now we didn't, look in, we didn't look in, but the next day uh, we saw Eddie out the, out the back of the truck and he had all these towels <laughs> and he was emptying it out. That's what you Eddie and Charlie were doing. I just got Life the on the road. Life on the Life road. On the Someone road. probably flushed and it was like going, oh, I'm not going that way, I'm no. coming back up towards you. And you're like, oh, good <laughs> Christ. Could there be anything worse than that? No, I don't think so. No. I don't nah. think so. Festival toilets are never good. No. Yeah, yeah. They're just rotten. All right, uh, that's the first, second and third story. Which one of those stories is Daz making up this evening? Is it the one about rescuing a seal over in Ibiza and putting a lot of time, energy and effort into making sure that rescue happened? Is it bringing his girlfriend's parents to a sex club in New York? <laughs> and riding the mat no we didn't do that no that's taking it too far as well uh, or is it being at the Fusion Fest and um, a significant issue with the old uh, tour toilets or whatever causing absolute havoc and chaos from what, what was the gentleman's name? Eddie Eddie, Eddie. god damn it Eddie Irish, Eddie's are always nuts he's a, he's a plumber which is ironic <laughs> <laughs> well, and then he was well used to it to be fair to him yeah in fairness he hopefully knew what he was going on with alright Saoirse one, two or three I'm going to go with number two just for the added bit with the parents getting involved in the fetish. I'm just saying I just wouldn't imagine parents... Would your mum and dad not be up for that now? My dad... Might uh, be. Might be. <laughs> right, my mum, definitely not. <laughs> we must get them along for the next one. Yeah, no, my dad would probably be up for that. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, my mum, not so much. No, I could never imagine that. Um, MMM, okay... I think Ibiza one is true. I also kind of... Like, they're all very good and very detailed and I would imagine very hard to make up. Yeah. Maybe there's half a lie in here. You know, maybe one of these lies is based on a true story and it's just gone a different direction. I'm not buying one One of them is definitely 100% not true. We'd hope so now. Okay, so, I mean, the, the toilet stories, like, everyone has had a horrible encounter at a festival toilet. Except you, Sir, because you've never been to a festival. But we'll talk no. about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but everyone, if you've ever been to a festival, you know the toilet situation is never good. It's just, like, day two or three in an electric picnic if you're going to a port cabin, it, it's great. Uh, I've been to port and they're not nice. We haven't been to festival port No. Just game over. I am, though, going to Fat Boy Slim soon. Oh, are you now? In, in March, yeah. Oh, very good. Are you sitting in the fancy seats at the back? Of course. Uncle <laughs> Sorry, can I get Prosecco? <laughs> Sorry, did you do Prosecco? Where are the private toilets? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need a Pinot. Actually, a Pinot Grigio if you have it. Thanks very much. <laughs> Fat boy slim there with your Pinot. And a cheese yeah. board. Oh, what have we become? What have that we is become? literally... <laughs>
<laughs> oh dear. Anyway, okay. Uh, so I'm going to go in for the crack. You said number two. I think number two. Yeah. I will say number three. Just to balance this out. So I will say three is the 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 story that he's making up this evening. And Sir, is saying number two. But what do you think? The stories again. Seal rescue over in Ibiza. Is it a fetish club playing there? Not realizing it was a fetish night in the club, and the girlfriend's parents being brought down as well. Awkward or um, is it the toilet situation mm. overflowing, causing a lot of problems? Uh, Eddie not doing his job properly, even though he's a plumber. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> One, two, or three, oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Let's see the text line now. Darla said number three. Jacinta said number two. Sam, I think this is. You know, a lot of Darren, people are sorry, saying Darren. number one. By the way, Darren is saying number one is lies. Oh, and also I think number one is fake, and that's from. Keith Emma saying number one Louise is saying number one mm, 0876797104 Okay Tell you what we'll do Daz Can you tell us Which one of these stories I know there's two of them That are true Right Will you just reveal One of the stories That is 100% true That did happen The truth One true story Ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Is the Fetish Club. No! <laughs> no way! Wow. Yeah. No way! Her parents are filth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so t- tell us a little bit more about this. You went obviously booked into a gig to perform on the night and which rocked down. And was there people there with like chains and getting walked around and all like the leather gear? Yeah, it was sold out. It was sold out. It was, like we were all excited. Like we were booked for it. But initially, when we were booked for it, we. It was just uh, its own night. Yeah. And then they double booked it for a, a fetish. So they said, listen, you, we're going to have to do the same. It's going to be all fetish. So we That's were like, amazing. right, okay. We play we fetish gear. And they, they were like, yeah, we have to play fetish gear. And we had already asked Sinead's parents down. So they came down and said, listen, you're going to have to wear it or something. <laughs> I was like, you'll, uh, like, here, you'll have to get the leather chaps out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, well, I'm not getting the leather chaps, but he wore a little um, kind of a vesty, a black Yeah, I can, I can imagine now. I've seen those little chain-linky, yeah, fetishy yeah. vesty things or whatever, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had one of them on. And uh, 
uh, Breach also or something a little Jesus Breach exciting the things you'll do to support your kids isn't I it know. will you come down to a fetish sex club and just dress up yeah so come here, what was it like playing that gig well it's it's actually the, the, the club itself is house that's not um, a special just fetish night in the club it's like it's, it's an amazing club over here yeah. it's a uh, it's like it's kind of like um, a carnivalesque kind yeah. of club you know it's amazing you, if you're ever in New York you got to check it out mm. I might pass. Make sure uh, you know what you're getting into. Make sure there's no fetish <laughs> nights on at that one. Yeah, well, no, you don't have to go to. We went the following year and played just a normal neon party. Okay, well, that's good. Did you invite the yeah. parents down for that one, though? No? Yeah, they came in for that. Grant. Jeez, they were gagging to go back. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. Birds, yeah. Imagine the photos after that gig with the family and all in, in, the, in the fetish gear. It's like, don't put them online, maybe. That'll, that'll be awkward in a, in a few years' time. Uh, all right, so Saoirse, you're gone. Good luck. See you. Bye now. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Bye, bye, bye. So either the fake story is the seal story or the toilet issue. So you might as well go on. Daz, tell us which story is 100% false. Which one did you make up? The false story, unfortunately, is the seal story. Ah, oh, for Christ. <laughs> I was going to go with that one, to be honest. How do you kind make of thought, that story up? so random. Is there seals yeah. in Ibiza? I don't know. <laughs> no, it was, what it was is years ago, I, I, we were just back from Ibiza and we literally had nothing to tell my friend's uh, mom. Like she said, what happened? Tell us something about it. We had, the yeah. only stories we had were like, we were clubbing, but like, she's like, but what else did you do? And I said, listen, I'm going to make up. I was like, then to see you. <laughs> And uh, so I just thought I, I remember that from years ago I said Do you know what I've used that seal story Yeah So you just made up a story About you Saving a seal On years holidays ago. I like it to, to your friend's parents Yeah Yeah but I, I kind of landed in it I didn't tell him I was making that up uh-huh. but I just put, put it, Just put it out there And see how he'd react And she'd react Happy yeah, there's, there's nothing worse than when they start asking details about it and then you're really screwed. So hang on, does this mean that Eddie got fired? Oh no, it was a camper van, you see. So Eddie was uh, in charge of it. And uh, yeah, no, he's actually a really good plumber. It was just, it was <laughs> <laughs> a few too many beers, he just forgot yeah, to uh, he, do his job. He was, he was kind of let loose and once Eddie's let loose, there's no coming back you know it's always Eddie's you gotta be careful with the Eddie's yeah. they're always a bit tapped they're <laughs> yeah, always when, yeah. they, when they go you're not bringing them back you know yeah. so uh, yeah, if you got that right fun, man. happy day so the true story Eddie with the camper van toilet situation which you're never getting the smell out of that camper van oh, are you nah, just yeah. set a I don't think they it. got the deposit back either oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you blame them though to be honest <laughs> is everything in order <laughs> yeah can I go in? No, 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 you're fine. Spraying yeah. the thing with air freshener. Uh, anyway, listen, Daz, thanks a million for popping on. The new uh, the new track. Yeah. We got our people. You'll bring your people and get ready. Her voice is phenomenal, by is the it? way. Oh, she's great, yeah. How'd you pronounce your game again? Because I pronounce Kai, K. Kaisha, yeah. Kaisha. Yeah. Great name. Listen to that voice. Real, real, like, real soulful voice, like. Mm. No, stop, sure. When I heard her first thing, and I said, listen, we used to make music. <laughs> You're like, come here now. Before any major <laughs> label signs you up, get over here now, and let's start up a band, because that's phenomenal. Uh, anyway, yeah. the, the guys are called Primary Colours. If you want to find them on Instagram or Spotify, it's Pry, P-R-Y, uh, M-A-R-Y, so not P-R-I, P-R-Y, Primary Colours. And this latest single, The Movement, is out on all your usual places you can go. Uh, where's the best place to find you online? Like, watch your Instagram and stuff. Um, well, you've Instagram, Primary Colours, um, 
with a Y, Facebook, um, all our music on Spotify and on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. And any gigs coming up? Yeah, we've got um, a gig tomorrow or Thursday with Elaine May nice. in the Lighthouse. And then um, on the 25th, we're in the Workman's Club. We're oh, doing a launch for the single. Oh, and we've also got um, we're a Christmas launch party of Brown Thomas. Oh, very fancy. Fancy mm-hmm. indeed. So Sasha will one. be there with her Prosecco and cheese board down I will at Brown be Thomas. Allowed, that will be the yeah. go-to, yeah. Happy days. We'll give you a shout out, Sasha. Please do, yeah. I'll be there in the crowd. Yeah. Bring your fat gear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if that will go down well in Brown Thomas. Well, maybe we'll they see. have a new fetish section where the leather's like 400 <laughs> quid for a little strap. Who knows what's going on? Listen, Daz, thanks a million for popping on. Very best look with the single and the gigs and uh, the fetish clubs that you're playing in the future. And we'll chat <laughs> you again soon. Thanks a million guys Take Bye. it easy bye, 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 bye. What a voice Move it Move it Are you moving Will you stand Jeez that's good isn't it Yeah It's phenomenal Phenomenal Kaisha there that's her singing with uh, Daz primary colours primary P or Y uh, M A or Y colours on Instagram social Spotify and the usual uh, still to come on the show as we mentioned Stephen Gillen reformed criminal spent 17 years behind bars for armed robbery he was a very dangerous individual grew up in Belfast went over to the UK but it's completely reformed his life and there's now going to be a serious Hollywood movie produced about him filming's going to be starting next January as well so he'll be on for an exclusive Irish interview here on Room 104 after 11 o'clock and Control-Alt-Delete is on the way at 11 as well Elon Musk is bringing out his own beer of course he is of course he is why not I mean he's got nothing better to do apparently anyway that's all coming up shortly here in the Kid Leroy with Justin Bieber on the way you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon FM 104 find out exactly when and when you're going to die would you want to find that out uh, yeah I would so would I I think I think uh, would, if you knew the exact deadline how much time you had left I think it would kick your arse in gear and you'd be like I better do this now better quit the job go travelling do all those fun things um, or change career uh, or sort your life out if you knew that you know the deadline was coming and you had a countdown timer to it I think that would be interesting yeah I think so too I'm too nosy as a person to not find out that out yeah yeah so there is a big massive insurance company which will just say straight off the bat, this is obviously one of their marketing ideas, but they've put together with a team of scientists a new online calculator that based on a number of things like your your age, sex, gender, lifestyle habits, eating, height, weight, 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 all those contributing factors, they've put it into an algorithm and a calculator and determined how many more years that you have left. Yeah. Now I did this. Yeah. By the way, I did this earlier on. I um, calculated, went through the whole, you know, research process. Now, were you honest on it? Because this questionnaire kind of takes you through questions like, uh, how often do you drink? Is it daily, weekly, monthly? When you do drink, how many drinks do you have? Like, did you lie on that now? No, I didn't lie yes, on that. Yes, you did lie on Did you put in you have 28 servings of wine when you go out in a night out? Okay, I didn't really know what a unit was. Okay. A unit is a, a glass of wine, I think. Oh, well, I put in seven. <laughs> I do not have seven glasses of wine a week, right? And you have seven glasses Some, of wine sometimes. a night. I was responsible for the drink director. Today. <laughs> I don't do that though. It's very bad for your health. But I did stick seven in, yeah.
Okay. And I asked you things like if you smoke, if you have red meat every day, if you have processed um, foods and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's not too comprehensive, but it's slightly more comprehensive and accurate than a lot of these other calculators, these death calculators that are out there. So taking all those into consideration, it would even ask you things like your blood pressure. If you know what yeah. your blood pressure is, which I don't, if you know what your cholesterol levels is, you can plug all of this in and get, on average, people with your kind of health characteristics will live X amount of years. So did you do it? I did do it. And you know what? I have a bit of a bone to pick with what? these people what? because this isn't accurate. Okay, so the, the website, by the way, is called vitality.international and they will give you that calculator up there if you want to do this yourself. Uh, we're not affiliated with them in any way, shape or form. Just thought it was interesting to see who's going to die first, me or you. Yeah. Now, I would first of all presume that it's me because taller people on average live shorter lives because their heart gives up poorer. And I'm, what, three years older than you? No. What age are you? 35. I'm 33. Two years older than you. Like literally oh, kind of, to the month. Yeah, we're kind of so close enough. Years, close yeah. enough. But I, I would presume that you have a, a number of years left. So what this does, when you plug in all the information, it takes about five minutes, calculates it for you and says, your personal profile indicates that you will live on average another X amount of years. So how many more years do you think Saoirse is going to live according to this calculator? And how many more years do you think I'm going to live? Now it gives you a nice indication as in it breaks it down. It doesn't just give you one-off numbers. It tells you exactly yeah. where you're at, where you're going. And actually it gives you kind of um, how good you are internally compared to the age you are now. Does it? Yeah. Did you not see that side? Nope. Oh, you missed that bit. Missed that. So it'll tell you how many more years you're going to live, but how many of those years will be healthy, comfortable years, and then how many years you're going to be decrepit and slowly dying in a hospital somewhere. So you didn't get your vitality age... No, I mean, I probably did, but I didn't see it there. No, I didn't. It was at the corner. Uh, I just copied the text from the middle there when I did it. Put on my little sheet. I have it on my sheet too. Uh, 0876797104. How many more years does Sersha have on this planet, according to this? Now, were yes. you honest on this as well? Because I'm going to yeah. just throw a few things out there. Okay, right, I have a heart murmur. They didn't ask me about that. Do you right? have a heart murmur? I do, yeah. Now, I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing. Definitely shouldn't be putting that shock collar on your neck. No, no, 100% not. Um, but that's there. That obviously I wasn't able to add into the mix, right? Yeah. My uh, questionnaire about my diet. My diet's very poor it's overall. It's horrific. Like, I do have a very poor diet. I eat very few. Now, did you put that in? Did you say you ate processed meat yeah, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put all that in. The only thing that I'm not happy about with this result is that it talked about, okay, my cholesterol's high. I know that. Is it? I've had my cholesterol checked many times. It's higher than my mom's. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And you're there giving me abuse for calling you 50 and now look at you. No, I do have Brandy high cholesterol. cholesterol over here. But I have low blood pressure, which is bizarre. I think I have high blood pressure. Like I have low blood pressure. So the low blood pressure obviously is, is a kind of okay thing. Well, it's better than high probably. Yeah. But I have high cholesterol because I eat a lot of... Shite. Shite, yeah. But my weight is quite low. Like I'd be, I'd be very small in frame. Mm, yeah. Even though I'm and a smaller a, people, I think generally live longer. And yeah, but see, this is a lie. Longer. This is a lie. So I have high cholesterol, so I would be more likely to have a heart attack or oh yeah, you know, have yeah. a, an aneurysm or whatever that is. Uh, but I'm like, if you saw me, you go, she's very slim. So I don't think would it you? actually necessarily. I t- I'm I'm five I'm away. five foot two. I'm I'm small enough. But you, you from far away, you might think, oh yeah, she'd be healthier than someone that's a bit bigger than me. 
and their mean. cholesterol is lower. Do you know what I mean? So they're yeah. definitely healthier. So I got a certain amount of years left. So it says, I'm going to live for a certain amount of years longer. I would presume, did you get... See, now that you've said all that stuff about your cholesterol and stuff, yes, yeah. were you surprised at how many years? Did you think you get more than what this number I thought I'd got? get less now, to be honest. Oh, okay. See, I'm surprised with how long I'm going to live. I will change up the diet soon because, you know, oh, I when should. soon? When soon? Look, when I hit 40, like, <laughs> you know, I'll have to start thinking seriously start about to it. undoing the damage at 40, yeah, right? Yeah, but for now, um, yeah, I'm just... I'd say, did you get, like, like, 50 years? Did it give you yeah. another 50 years to live? Well, I tell you mine. Yeah. Will I break mine down? Okay. So your personal profile indicates that you will live, on average, another 53 years. Oh, there you go. Which Grant. is brilliant. So that brings me up to 86. Yeah. Which is nice. You can expect to live a total of 44 years in good health and nine years in less than perfect health. Oh, the old, old age catching now, you there, if, yeah. I, if I was eating the way I'm eating, with my high cholesterol, you know, and just... You'll, you'll die next week and you won't and be able to do the show. But like... 40, like 44 more years of good health I'm drinking mm-hmm. you know I wasn't lying uh, people like you typically live another 50 years with 41 of those years see if you were health. honest about the wine drinking maybe it would have actually gone ah oh, sorry oh, oh, oh let's scale this back now on average compared to individuals of your age and biological sex you can expect to live more total years that are healthy that's nice well there you go so you're going to live to 86 apparently so not a chance in hell. <laughs> Unless you make some significant dietary That's changes like, at the moment. This could be quite dangerous now because what I put in, I was actually quite embarrassed when I was doing this test. Right, I was yeah. like, Jesus. Like, do you eat vegetables? No. Do you eat fruit? Like, literally no. No, you don't. Like, once in a blue moon, yeah. I might buy a pear. Yeah. A pear what? <laughs> oh, <Exactly>. pear. Sorry. <laughs> I might buy a pear. I was like, a pear? What fruit comes no, in a pear? No, but I'm not healthy. I'm just not. So, going by this, it would make me continue on my path of unhealthiness and it's telling me, it's lying to me. It says never change. It's saying, you'll be 86 though and you'll be grand. You don't have to do anything. You'll be fine. No. I got got significantly less than that and I would eat slightly healthier than you, which is a shame. Anyway, I'll tell you after uh, the Kidderoy, Justin Bieber, this is Stay. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Ah, uh, no. Poor Dave was only being honest. <laughs> Dave, is it baffled you're 35, Cormac? I thought you would have been pushing 40 at least. Go yeah. screw yourself, Dave. You do look 40, though. Why don't you take that van and just steer it into a wall? Don't do that, Dave. Don't do that. Do you think I look 40? Uh, no, you don't, actually. Jesus Christ. I like think he's just... 45? Yeah, actually, yeah, you look way older than that. Um, <laughs> By the way, I just want to quickly jump in here. I didn't. Go on, go on, go on. The part that you missed, so, the oh, vitality, your, oh, your vitality age. Oh, yeah. Long story short, if you've just tuned in, mm-hmm. um, there's a calculator online that will plug in a lot of information, like your blood pressure, your 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 uh, cholesterol level, age, sex, gender, all that stuff, foods you eat, how much you drink, whether you smoke. So sleep a lot of stuff. Well. Sorry, I, sleep as well. Yeah, yeah. I put in six hours sleep a night. Now we have been told that if you sleep only six hours a night, you'll die. See, I was kind of thinking. I've broken sleep a bit, like, because we go to bed quite late. Yeah. You know? So I said six hours on average. That's bad. Yeah, it is, yeah. So why are they saying that I'm going to live forever? So you got how many years in total? They said you would live for another... 86. So another 53 53 years. 53 years. But your vitality age, what's that? That's the age you're biologically at or your health level. So your vitality age is 30. No, it is not. Minus three years lower than your actual age. Congratulations, your vitality age is a good indication that you can expect a healthy future. 
They're lying to me. They are lying to you. This is bogus. This this That's whole site is, is debunked. Absolute nonsense now. Uh, I got another. I'm going to live apparently according to this based on my lifestyle indicators. Only another forty six years. Well, you see, the thing is, 81. I'm, I'm five 81. foot one. I'm literally barely even here, right? I'm tiny. So yeah. I think, as you said at the start, yeah. the smaller you are, better it is for you. Better it is for you. You're you are ancient. You're ancient and you're huge. Yeah. So it's a it's a problem there. It's not things aren't working in my favor at all. So I'm only going to have another forty six years, and only only thirty eight of those will be in good health. Eight of those will be in less than ideal shape. Hate that. Hate that is right. Yeah. Although eighty one, I think the life expectancy for an Irish man is yeah. like eighty one, eighty two. So that's kind of bang on. Hey, you're average. average. Yeah. Bang on average. How depressing. I think I'm slightly above average. With my you lovely, be, yeah, you, healthy you lifestyle. Be, yeah. I think an Irish female average... It's probably about 85, 84, is 83, it? 84, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. But listen, with all the government's new policies on uh, housing and taxation and everything else, and uh, you know, they'll be bringing that life expectancy down. Because you'll be working until you're 86 now. Actually, That'll be that's the thing, true. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, you will. So you'll work, yeah. you'll retire, and then you'll die. Yeah. Yeah, so... So this is a load of nonsense. It's a load of nonsense. It's called um, the Vitality calculator kind of thing it's done by it's a big insurance conglomerate thing but they've teamed up with scientists so it's legitimate you can check it out online if you want to have a go of it and freak yourself out yeah or don't I mean, what are you going to do with the last 53 years of your life you can be honest as well yeah and if you're honest like me and you assume that you have maybe 10 years um, <laughs> is that all you think you have left a good 10 well, and we'll put I you in a home continue on this path now and we'll put you in a home then afterwards I'd be having a heart attack you will yeah uh, what am I going to do with my 53 well actually to be honest 44 years of good health so that, I that's loads yeah you've got loads of time 44 years there's a lot I can do but time yeah. flies by now doesn't it does it? yeah like how am I 33 I don't know how did you make it here successfully now although when you think about it right like 33 years ago I was just born you were a twinkle a lot, in a your lot, father's eye a lot has happened I can do a lot more yeah. in the next 33 years or else I can do 53 or 43 how many good ones do you have 40 44 something? yeah 44. you have 44 you loads left the choice is yours yeah but not, not yours no you're, unfortunately you're that's bits. it now I'm going to move into a home now next week I think and I'm you're just, healthier than me well well that's what you put in you eat more vegetables than I me do, I had two bananas today see hello I and haven't. an apple. And an apple. See, I wouldn't... I, I find it too boring to be doing that. Yeah. Anyway. Listen, you get yourself a nice health scare and that'll be the kick up the arse you need. I'll have a little mini heart attack live on the air. Great radio. Many of them. Uh, you know what actually happened to me? I forgot to tell you on my birthday. This is mad. Was it your birthday recently, was it? It's my birthday. Uh, actually, do you know what? Alan, who listens to the show, sent me in a present and someone actually half opened it so I didn't know it was mine. Anyway, I'll get back to that in a little bit. <laughs> it wasn't me. But I... I nearly went to A&E because I had this really weird dizzy spell. Yeah, I got so dizzy that I felt like I was underwater. What? Yeah. Like this vertigo was, kind of job? It was worse than vertigo though, yeah. Weird. Like, it, I couldn't walk in a straight line. I actually got... Uh, whoa, 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 were you out in town? No, no, no. So, yeah, I went to the doctor and they said, were you spiked? And I was like, no, the only place I was at where I didn't have anything was a hairdresser's. And when I was in the hairdresser's, the girl asked me to walk from the seat to the sink and I couldn't walk. I wasn't able to walk in a straight line. It was like my body was dragging me to one side. Like I had to hold on to the chair and stuff. She was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not. Did you, get, did you have hair dye? No. In the hairdresser? No, no, I just got my hair washed. And this happened by the time I sat in the seat. Like nothing strange. Weird. And it lasted the whole day. Do you think you're dying? Well, I went to the doctor. Nothing's wrong with my ears. Right? Yeah. 
nothing is wrong in my blood. Okay. So... Let's go for like, like a CAT scan or anything? Yeah, they're saying if that happens again, you're going to have to oh, go there. Oh, so there's something going on in my head. Oh, <laughs> but weird, Like the weirdest thing he said. And did you tell me you used to get horns grown on your head? I do have horns grown on my head, yeah. Is it li- a link to that at didn't, all? Didn't actually say that to him now, to be honest. But like, isn't that weird? Very weird. He said that he didn't think it was vertigo because I wasn't nauseous. Yeah. And it lasted for so long. Yeah. But vertigo my, can last for ages. I even rang my mum. It's the end of Saoirse. I literally had to lie on the couch for the whole Hello, of my birthday. My I forgot to tell you that. Can I play this at your funeral if you die? Stop it. Come to talk with you again. No? No. Okay, okay. Right, we'll move on. Uh, Control-Alt-Delete is on the way at 11 o'clock. Elon Musk is bringing out his own beer and there'll be a bit of a roundup of all the tech stories. But next, we would love to know your spelling slash autocorrect fails that may have wound you up in a bit of an awkward situation. A gentleman over in Sydney might be getting sued for $180,000 because of a spelling error. It, really a grammar error. He left, he left an apostrophe out and now is being sued for 180 grand over his uh, poor spelling error and his grammatical error. But if you've ever had an awkward autocorrect fail or spelling fail in any way, shape or form, let us know how bad it was, how awkward it was and did you get yourself in a lot of trouble. 0876797104, more on that with Medusa, Peace Your Heart, next. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Have you ever made an autocorrect fail that got you in a lot of trouble or even just a generic spelling mistake that maybe you text someone and you're like, oh Christ, I can't believe I sent that. Or worse still, maybe it was an autocorrect or a spelling fail that got sent to your boss and got you in. And in a little bit of trouble, let us know. 0876797104 because the gentleman over in Sydney has found himself in a little bit of an awkward situation and all he did was left out an apostrophe from his Facebook post. That can be a danger because he can pick it up wrong. Yeah, it really can change the meaning of a lot of words. A simple little apostrophe that he left out has now cost him a lot. First and foremost, probably the the wrong thing that he did was bitch about his employer on his Facebook. Yeah, don't do that. I know people that still give out about people on Facebook and it's really embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. It was fun there for a while. You know that weird girl that you went to school with would jump on Facebook and she'd add you and then every so often it was like she was writing these cryptic things bitching about people. Mm. I hate the way some people you think are your friends aren't your friends and you're, yeah. oh, you're like, ah, oh, would you relax, will you? Yeah. This is in your diary. Anyway, this guy jumped on and uh, he was annoyed that he had since left his job. He was uh, over as an estate agent working in New South Wales and I won't mention his name for the crack, but anyway. Uh, he was bitching online about the fact that his employer mm. had not paid his last paycheck or his last uh, yeah his last paycheck basically, and he jumped on and said, "Company X that I used to work for is a disgrace. They don't play, they don't pay their employees' wages on time." Blah 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 blah. But he meant employees as in him as an employee. Like they don't play they don't pay this employee's wages properly. But he left the apostrophe out and it made it look like. They don't oh. pay any of the... He doesn't pay any of his employees oh, no. any wages at all. So anyway, the employer saw this, was like, ha, taking you to court, and is uh, now threatening to sue, has sued, brought him to a judge, and the judge said, uh, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Your man was like, I just forgot to put an apostrophe in. So I meant me. I meant he wasn't paying me. I just meant employees, as in singular employee, blah, blah, blah. But, but that obviously went around to a few people. People saw this message. And if they had no idea what's going on... Out of context. Ex- exactly what yeah. the judge said. Out of context, it might look like you're making a statement that this company does not pay its 
staff properly and that could significantly damage the reputation so we can go forward to trial now and uh, he could be out of pocket by 180 grand for leaving an apostrophe out oh that is bad awkward awkward spelling mistake now the only thing Mm. that has ever happened to me and this is one of the most horrific spelling mistakes that I have ever made and it was back when I was 16 in school and our mini company was a talent show that we were putting on, right? Yeah. Called Star Search. And we were like 15, 20 acts that were doing everything from singing and dancing in front of the whole school, right? So there's five or 600 people who were going to the talent show to watch it. And we said, you know what we'll do? Up? We'll do up a programme. So it'd be nice if everyone had a little programme. Of course, yeah. And uh, we did it and put in a little bit of a blurb about every one of the acts that was on, blah, blah, blah. And there was two lads and they were uh, rappers, right? So they were rappers from Blanche. Oh, yeah. school and yeah. they had a, a very good act whatever and I wrote on the thing because I was writing it up and uh, it didn't actually come up as a spelling error this was the problem so I didn't flag it there was no little red underline but sent this off to the printers and like a thousand copies of this got printed and oh, distributed no. and it said uh, James. what I wanted to say was uh, James and Dean have been rapping now for the last four years but I spelled rapping with one P and not two. Oh. Oh no. So you know what that word is? Yeah. No, it's not rapping. It's not, no. It's a horrific, it's a horrific word. Oh no. And that was sent out to like, uh, because it, it's still a, it's still a word. So obviously everyone copped on to the spelling mistake and yeah. did, did you get in trouble? Uh, it, it, it didn't get in trouble. I think we just kind of glossed over. But now thinking back on it, they probably, like, could they have sued? I don't know. We basically printed in materials that could distribute it out to hundreds and hundreds of people that James and Jean have been rapping, but with one P for four years. Can you imagine if that went in a newspaper that I said, Saoirse has been rapping for that the last four years. Like, that is a really, really bad, bad. That's thing. huge. Yeah. That's really bad. That is like, like worse than someone emailing your salary yeah. to the entire people you work with. Really bad. That's terrible, yeah. <sighs> So Jesus, if, if, yeah. if you have any spelling mistake fails, if you have any autocorrect fails that happen all the time, like your phone, I think, starts to know you when it stops autocorrecting certain words to duck. I cannot stand, especially when you're in a rage and you're like, mm, the effing and it's ducking and you send it and it's like, that is just... It's ruined the whole thing, hasn't it? You're a ducking. And then you can't just leave it, even though they know what you're trying to say. You yeah. have to rewrite and say effing. Yeah. Because you're so angry. Shut your ducking face, you stupid coat. She doesn't pack the same punch, doesn't. does it? And then you're like, Ugh. Although, see you next Tuesday always is fine. Is it? Oh, yeah, I, I use that a lot now. Yeah. Yeah. It's du- the ducking. It's the ducking gets Duck, you. Yeah. But anyway, if you've had any similar fails, uh, autocorrect or spelling mishaps, maybe it was a text in a row. Like Saoirse had Maybe it was an email to a boss and like, I can't believe I've just sent that. That's horrific. Very embarrassing. I don't know why, right? I texted my dad once and I was saying, he he has all these different numbers and phones and whatever and he didn't know who it was texting him, right? Mm. And I was like, my nickname is Sersh. Yeah. And it came up sexy. What? It just, like, and I sent the message and he wrote back, so what did you send to your dad? Whatever, you know, it's search. So it came up, hey, it's sexy. It's sexy. Like, that's disturbing. Like, why did sexy come out of search? What? That's awkward. It's so awkward. Are you... And like, then you're worried what he's going to write back. Imagine you wrote back, hey, sexy. Oh, no! Which one are you? I'm joking, I'm joking. 
there's a whole other family issue going oh, up there yeah. now which we won't go into uh, anyway Chelsea sent this on what is the story she sent a screenshot of a text message between her and her mum I think um, why what are you doing just messing with my cock oh my god oh what no what was that meant to say just messing with my excuse me read your comment lol what oh my god I meant to make oh I meant to say that's what my what what, what does th- that with my makeup I was uh, multitasking and using Siri. Clearly, I went wrong. This was to my mum, and I was from. Sorry, Chaz. What? What were you meant to say? Just messing with my <laughs> clock. What? What? What's similar enough to that word? C O C K. What was the word you were trying to send in? Yeah, let us know. That's funny though. Yeah. Telling your mum you're just messing with your cock. Did you see that meme that was going around? The girl that was getting really annoyed at her boyfriend because he wasn't sending any X's in the in the message. No. She was saying like. You know, what time to be home, blah de blah, XXX. And then she wrote, Why don't you ever put X's in your messages? Why don't you ever put X in your messages to me? And he said, Oh, sorry. Uh, love you and Orla and Louise. <laughs> and she was like, I hate you. Sending photos of him and them, being yeah. like, Hey, this is enough X's for you. Yeah, you want yeah. some X's? Job done. All right, if you have any other good ones, we'll try and quickly get them before we go into control. Altity. Here's Medusa, Peace Your Heart, Def 104. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.